05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I miss my life, miss my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And uh, we got a returning guest, Eddie Penny, and uh, he's got a book coming out. So that's kind of the main reason I reached out and said, hey, let's get you on here and and, uh, talk about your book coming up, Unafraid. Staring Down Terror as a Navy SEAL and a Single Dad is uh, the title of the book. It's, as of right now, not quite released in May 2022, but coming up here shortly in the next couple months, uh, if not sooner. So thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me, buddy. I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. It, you just read off the subtitle. I'm yeah. like, that's just so weird. Navy <laughs> SEAL, Single Dad, like, how does that even work? I'm so confused. <laughs> well, that's uh, that was definitely... You know, when I read that, I was like, oh, wow, how'd you do that? So yeah, um, definitely no, wanted to get into no that. No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably don't even know how you pulled it off. I have no clue, man. No clue. Yeah. I know my kids are probably thinking I'm the biggest weirdo in the world. They're like, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> how many kids do you have? Uh, like when I got, I have three. Well, I have five total now, but I have th- I had three when all this took okay. place i had a 10 month old i had a, a 10 month old boy still in diapers obviously yeah. five-year-old girl and a 10 year old girl wow so that that's where it kind of the navy seals switched over to the the parent side daddy daycare so yeah whirlwind man whirlwind yeah absolutely and uh you were you know when did you serve when did you get out I came in in 96. I did four years of the Marines. Infantry did four years there. So 96 to 2000 that I crossed over uh, after my four years to do the SEAL thing. Did like a year, year, year and a half, two years of training to pass BUDS, SQT to get my Trident and then went to SEAL Team 2. So uh, did t- total 20 years, 16 with the Navy, four with the Marines. You were SEAL Team 2 and then were you? Dev grew as well, right? Seal team two for a couple that I moved over to the our tier one unit. Yeah. Yeah. And so not only were you dad, you were like active. You were not home. I, yeah. I was, yeah. when I got custody of my kids, I looked like, I always tell people I looked like, um, remember the Geico commercials with the cavemen? Yeah. Like yeah. strappy beards and stuff. Like yep. that was me. I'm like, I'm in the courtroom. <laughs> And I look like this, the judge has got to be looking at me like this guy's not getting anything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, somehow that uh, totally did not work out. But I was, you know, the fight was to get 50-50 custody because I truly believe, and I think a lot of people do, is 
kids need their mom and they need their father. Yeah. Uh, so 100%. me getting uh, the children was totally unheard of, especially in the SEAL community to get mm-hmm. three of them. And I was going over to Afghanistan in two weeks. So I had to like yeah. cancel, wow. um, cancel that trip. And, you know, my, my command, which knew about this, like I, I didn't keep anybody in the dark. I was like, Hey, this is what's going on. I doubt this will happen, but you know, this may, and here we are, I guess yeah. I won the lottery with my kids, which yeah, is, no doubt. Is, is great now. What at the time? Because I was I was a scared boy. Yeah. But um, they said, "Hey, take these couple months and learn how to be a dad." And that's where my crucible started. That's where my buds like started. That's where my selection started. Like that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Absolutely, because I was there's there's a thing called emotions and feelings and being an operator talking to girls, little girls about you know how they feel about boys in school or. Hey, yeah. can you do my pigtails? I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I, you know, I got two little girls. Uh, well, I mean, geez, not even that little anymore. Time goes by so fast, but so fast, man. The 14 and a 12 and then a nine-year-old son. So yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, it's crazy. It's great. It doesn't yeah. matter if moms are there or not. It's crazy. Exactly. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Especially that, uh, the ages you just said, like, yeah, we know it all. We know it all. Yeah, totally. I feel like no matter what age, we feel like we know it all, don't we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've always said that a championship leader is to be someone that you would want to be led by. And that's really been the reason for this podcast is, is to talk to championship leaders all over the world from all kinds of different backgrounds, experiences, industries, niches, professions. And uh, so through these past four years of building out this podcast, I've, I've had a number of companies that have reached out that want exposure for their, their product. And one recently that I've really grabbed a hold of is a company called Magic Mind and if you're if you're watching this here on YouTube, you can see this is the bottle, and uh, this is their page here. Um, it's the world's first productivity drink, and when they first reached out and asked me to to, to give this a try and, and to test it for myself individually before being willing to come in and to speak to uh, our audience here on on the podcast as a recommendation um, to first try it for myself. And so a little skeptical, definitely going in, uh, oftentimes I'll take different supplements and, and, uh, with a, with a promise of a certain result and, and have never really had a, had the same experience. Right. So, uh, I've been trying this for the last taking this for the last seven days. A good friend of mine, Vinny Berry, uh, has also been taking this for the past seven days. And we've both had some incredible results and experience with it. What I really have liked about this and what I've noticed, and it's and it takes some time, right, to build up. You don't take it the first day and, and get some instant results, although you do feel the effects on the first day. But really, uh, four, five, six days in, notice that, uh, you know, I've been much calmer. My energy has been high. Typically, as a business owner, an entrepreneur, just like you listening, um, we have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of stresses, a lot of pressure. Uh, for ourselves to build a company, to, to continue to grow revenue, to take care of those that, that work for us. And uh, a lot of times we'll do that 
you know, one way to stay alert and to keep our energy and focus up is to continue to drink coffee, to hit that uh, favorite energy drink in the middle of the day, just as I had. And and uh, I still love my coffee. The great thing about this is you, you can continue to use your coffee, drink your coffee uh, and use this in conjunction with that. And so I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning and then I've, I take one of these. I just drink it straight. It tastes really good. Uh, it's got a nice open bottle. It's lightweight. It's plastic. It's recyclable. Uh, I travel a lot. I'm going to run 100 miles here soon uh, in the next week. And uh, I plan on bringing these out on the course with me. Uh, to to keep me alert to continue to give me that energy without the without the hit right the coffee and 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 the uh, energy drinks give you the jitters and 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 you know there's the constant crash which which means I go for the other cup or I go for the the, the energy drink and and with this one of the, one of the ingredients key ingredients there's many of them but uh, uh, matcha it, it it's, it's what gives you the energy as you could see, um, on the screen here talks about the different ingredients inside of here, the nootropics, the adaptogens, honey, matcha, you name it. But, um, I love it. I, I've subscribed myself and going to continue to take this on a daily basis. I felt more calm, more clear, more focused and, and way more productive, uh, taking magic mind. And so, uh, I have a code for you to try this out yourself. You can subs subscribe and save up to 40% with my code CHAMP20. If you go to magicmind.co forward slash championship, again, magicmind.co forward slash championship, and then you go to order. If you subscribe, you'll save 40%, uh, save 20% if you just want to do a one-time trial basis to, to see what it the effects are for you. Uh, you could go ahead and just do that and get the 20% discount with champ 20. So again, the code is champ 20. We'll put all this in the show notes for you, but I highly recommend giving it a try. I've, I've loved it. The experience has been great for me and I'm going to continue to uh, use it moving forward. Where'd the idea for the book come? Where did the idea for the, the title come? So it all started probably in 2000 in I'd say probably I retired in 16. So probably 2012, 13 time I was laying in bed. I was asleep and I woke up like at two in the morning and uh, all I mean, I, this is all I heard was like, or just thought of was like, Hey, write a book, write yeah. a book. And I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever thought to myself. That's not happening. So I, I couldn't go back to sleep. I was like, well, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll, go do it. So I went and walked over to my office. I got my, uh, got a pad of paper, got a pen, came back to my bed, propped up some pillows and started writing down. I didn't make an outline. And that outline is kind of almost what we have in the book. It would start yeah. back then. And I just started filling in uh, the most recent things I started writing first. So I, I had about totally probably about 150 pages written, uh, just, you know, typed out or whatever it is. And then it just kind of sat in my computer for a couple of years. And then I did a podcast. Uh, well, I met a, I met a buddy at a, school, at a shooting school and uh, good friends with him. Uh, became really good friends with him. He was a writer. Had, didn't think anything about uh, uh, anything of it. And then I went on a podcast, uh, Mike Ritland's podcast. And that podcast did really good and got a lot of people saying, hey, man, you should really put this in the book. You should go into detail and just tons of questions. So I, I reached out to my buddy and I was like, hey, man, do you think this is, can you listen to this podcast and, and tell me what you think? And he hears it. He goes, oh, yeah. He's like, let's do this. And he's yeah. 
he's already written um he he was co co-author helped write like the terminal list and the first two i love uh, the terminal list by the yeah, way so he was like yeah. he was the one of the writers for that so, so jack okay. Carr that he was the yeah. other writer so he did the first two or three books i can't remember so he's good to go he knows his stuff yeah and uh he's never done non-fiction so this is his first non-fiction because uh all okay. that stuff's fiction yeah but um and that's, his name's keith wood a really good friend awesome writer good to go honorable man like good to go yeah. and so uh we just started he's like let's do it he's like this is awesome he's like i've been looking to want to do this let's do it so he flew out and we just did all these recordings we we kind of took the outline or i sent him the outline I'm like hey here's what it is he's like this is good stuff and he kind of chopped it all up and kind of put it in those he does what he does because he's yeah. he's the he's the mastermind behind it all to be honest with you right and um came out, we did the recordings and we just did chapter by chapter in the first chapter, uh, like we, we would do a chapter, we would record it. He would put it in writing, he would send it to me. I would be like, this didn't happen. Actually, this happened before this. Let's okay. change this. We can't talk about that. Let's add yeah. this in. Uh, so, and then it would go back to him. He would do it again. It would come back and we did that for all our chapters. Like I can't remember how many there are. I want to say like 19, 20, 21, something, something like that. Uh, and then we got it all done, sent it to DOD to get approval. Um, I was just going to ask. Yeah, you probably had to do that, right? That was an yeah. eight-month wait, man. So this book should have been out <laughs> a long time. And then COVID was happening. The guy that, yeah. you know, uh, checks them had to leave the command. So they had to get a filler for that guy, which took a few months. So it, it and when we got it back, we were, we were like, crap, dude. Because we put in things in there, like, we'll just test it. We'll see sure. if we yeah. can get away with this. They took out nothing. Really? The only thing they took out was like the names of a unit. That is surprising. Yeah. I was like, we waited for this, but I'm like, Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, right. We get to use this now. Uh, and then yeah. we started our, you know, our, you know, get into the editors and the publishers and have them do all that stuff. So now that's where we are. We got our, you know, we got our cover art, which I'll send over so you can throw it on here. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, all yeah, that stuff. So we're, we're just waiting, man. We're just waiting. What's um, well, why unafraid? What's uh, I know that's, that's my word. That's my, that's my that's, everything. That's your thing. In the, in like the Christian community, they always talk about like, Hey, try to find a word for the year that you kind of go around. Like it could be yeah, family. Okay. It could be, you know, body. It could be loyalty, trust, uh, whatever yeah. it is, you know, for some reason, unafraid was it like, cause I think COVID was kind of coming into play or, or and stuff like that. I'm like, why yeah. is everyone afraid of, it just seems like everyone's afraid, <laughs> totally. afraid to talk about yeah. their political affiliation they're afraid to talk about their faith they're afraid to post something on media for backlash they're just afraid to they're, they're afraid of anything and everything that the media says yeah uh, and it's just like dude like that, that's my word like i'm not afraid like i'm i mean i'm not going to be afraid and then uh it just kind of it started out as a teacher and then it started catching on and then you know people are like what is that and i was like man i don't even really know what that is i mean i knew what it was to me yeah it's like right. how can we it turned into kind of morphed into, okay, let's, we need to fill people. Cause it was, and as you know, we're going like this, we're going down. Like our yeah. mindset is going down. People are afraid of stuff. They don't, they don't, you know, hold on to, you know, their heart and mind. Yeah. And we're trying to build that back up. That's our goal. Like our mission is to unlock your potential because so many of us have this potential and we get scared to take that risk, scared to apply for that job, scared to start a new workout plan, scared to go talk to that person, scared to like even post some truth or something good about your faith or your kids or something like that. Cause you're afraid of one person to badmouth you. 
who cares what other people think? But a lot of people do. They really yeah. do care. Almost everybody does. And yeah. it, it deters their way of life. And it's it's sad. It is so sad. So that's where we kind of started and started the mentorships and one-on-one calls. And obviously our clothing line went a little bit bigger than uh, the book actually started out as Within War. Because they're like, I had the Within War myself and then I was in war. So that was okay. kind of the play on words. Yeah. And uh, we talked to, you know, our publishers and, uh, you know, we, we go over titles and your subtitles yep. and, you know, the books, book design and all that. And they're like, are you set on the, um, are you set on this title within war? And I was like, absolutely. That's, that's all. I mean, I was like, I'm going to listen to what you say, because you know way more than I do. Yeah. Uh, in about five minutes, I was like, okay, we'll change it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Done. So, uh, it was actually Keith who said, what about Unafraid? And the lady's like, I like it. And she looked at the website. She's like, it's your brand. Like, it's yeah. perfect. It fits with yeah. the book on um, what we talk about in there. And it's, um, it's really, it, it was cool, man. The way it, it just kind of played out. It, it, it was awesome, man. Yeah. Was really I think cool. it's a great title. I, I agree. And I like, you know, the concept of uh, what is it within, with, with war? What? within war within war yeah like i get that but yeah i don't know i'm unafraid seems just like it fits for it sure. does it does yeah. it's yeah that's what it's uh, meant to be for sure yeah and like you said you know when you start talking about covid and man especially these last few years it's been you're it's been it's been hectic man you know, we went to, yeah. sorry go ahead i was yeah i was just gonna say a lot of what you said is that yeah people you know vaccines to talking about masks mm-hmm. to expressing your opinion on you know what you really think's going on and and uh, you know you know me personally how how much of a railroad job we're getting and like how the ridiculous just the ridiculousness of everything you know and but you know a lot of times you felt afraid to say it because of the backlash and because of the mob right and uh you right. see i think we're starting to finally see that like very slowly slowly it seems. it's like slowly yeah. it's just it seems away. like evil has no problem voicing there. It's it's we're at a society where the loudest man in the room is going to prevail. Right now, it's yeah. not the, it's not in my opinion the good guys. They're right. the they're the totally. quiet ones because they're you know they're reserves they're humble, which I respect very much. But this is I don't believe this is the time to be doing that. Yeah. We need good people to rise up to speak for that stuff, and uh, that's just not happening. And that's why. That's why we saw the stuff like with the mask. We didn't we didn't have any feedback. We're like, oh, it's just a mask. It's just a mask. Two weeks. Okay, yes. well, how'd that turn out? Then it was vaccines. Yeah. Vaccine. Then it was the talk of passports and chips and God knows what else. So it's just and all of a sudden no one's we're not we're not talking about like all of a sudden vaccines aren't a thing anymore. I haven't heard anyone so weird. About it. It's so weird. It's, it's, it's like so the crazy. media tells you what to think. Yeah, exactly. Nuts. Have we not seen this yet? <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. So well, what's where did uh so you're unafraid in life? Is there anything you're afraid of? Of course there is, but yeah. there's not. Yeah, there might be something that comes my way that I'm afraid of. But after I narrow it down, I mean, I can't control it. If it's something I can't control, I can't control it. So why be afraid of it? Yeah, I worry yeah. about it. Why put negative thoughts into it? Yeah, I have I have been working on so much and I work out with uh, my guys uh, that I mentor or I talk to is that switching that like flipping that script of that negativity and put it in positive it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter what it is it could be most people say what about a death in a family that is horrible that sucks yeah and there is a time to grieve on that but you still have got to move on and the positive is that is like okay what did you learn from that person 
What yeah. do they pass on to you? How can you make them proud? How can you make them be legendary and, and still talk about them? Like yeah. my guys I've passed over and uh, overseas. Yeah. Like I still use the attributes they have and the intangibles they have. I talk about them still. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I cry about them still. When right. we were on the book, dude, it was like a, a tear fest. Because uh, yeah. just rehashing that stuff. So that's kind of the whole thing of it. It's like, okay, you, you get the facts, you get it. And it's not like we're living in fairy tale land. Right. Because there are some bad stuff. It's like, okay, let's let's look at what it is. Let's let's break it down and then find that 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 positivity. Because there's I believe there's positivity in pretty much everything. Things happen for a reason. A lot of it's we don't even know what's going on. There's you know, the higher power for me, that's Christ, yeah. uh, that knows what's going on and has that plan. And that's what I I put it all on that. Like I, I try to figure stuff out and rack my brain. It doesn't work. I just wasted yeah. my time. I'm not going to waste my time anymore. I still get caught up in it sometimes. Of course, I'm not yeah. perfect. I'm a human. Yeah. Um, but I'm also wonderfully made, and I'm going to destroy any obstacle that comes on my uh, come my way. And that that is what I speak, preach to my kids. My wife and I talk about it, and that's just that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think you know a lot of people are saying that the world is much worse place than I don't know. I truly think it is. I don't think things are nearly as bad as you know we are led to believe that they are having right. said that, like, especially you have some firsthand experience of this and in, in, in what you did as a SEAL, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of Don Mann, but he's a former Navy SEAL that I've gotten to know a little bit. And he said something one time, he's like, you know, we have it too good here. So these people, the things that these people are complaining about, like, they have, he's like, I've, I've seen it. I've been, you know, to all the different corners of the world and I've seen real evil mm -hmm. and like, man, we got a good here and we're complaining about like genders and bathrooms and freaking ridiculous shit. And I'm like, <laughs> wasting, wasting time and resources when we have real issues, like we have the Texas incident. If yeah. we took the time and resource and like, Hey, let's keep our kids safe. First and foremost, a lot of these things would be deterred for sure. Yeah. We, we, yeah. our priorities are so screwed up. We're worried about these feelings, which I'm not saying we're, we're a jerk to everyone, Right. But there, there's got to be priorities, man. Like you, yeah. you got to take care of the good stuff, the stuff that matters the most. And, and for me, if we're like, we're going to take for the school, it's the safety and security of those children. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. We're, we're going to throw, we're making this a political issue. Uh, it's gun control. It's gun control. Uh, but you work, but here we are talking about CRT, transgender bull crap and, yep. uh, and mask and we'll put, you know, we're going to hand out masks to everyone. Got to add this or else you're going to yeah. die, which is, been bull crap since day one for the most part yeah. I, i'll give it the first few weeks when we're trying to figure it out like yeah. what's going on yeah you know it's just it, it's uh dude it's a it's a joke and a lot of people are just absorbed by what they're being fed through you know these screens that we're looking at right now they are yeah. just absorbing it just rules their life it is like it's like the riddler on batman he plays that thing and it everyone's is. like yes a lot of people just believe it 100%, which is, is. still amazing so, to me as much as they've been like shown to be liars mm -hmm. <laughs> like over and over again, especially lately. It's like, how can you watch that? And like, I start, I question everything now. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really? know if I believe anything, dude. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe any. I saw George Bush just had a, a, an attempt on his life or something. Like, did he really, or yeah. are we trying to I cover something too. else? I'm like, yeah. that's what strikes me now when I see the, like the shooting. Okay, was that meant to be? Was that said, hey, do this? I mean, right. that's happened before. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's where my mind goes. And I'm sure it sounds like yours does too. Cause yeah, nothing. You can't trust anything. You've been lied to. Yeah. You, you have been lied the, to. You got to ask the questions, but they don't want whoever they is. They, they don't want us to question anything. Right. They just, just listen to us, do what we tell you to. Yeah. <laughs> no, you better no. watch yourself or else you're going to get suicided. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no, what's, what's the problem with asking questions? Right. I, I mean, I everything like is just, just so baited. It's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, police killings or man, uh, you know, shoot somebody. It's like automatically it's ra- racist. Is it? Well, like, yeah. actually, how about what happened? What led up to it? Like what went on? What were the circumstances before we no just automatically? Ca- no one cares about it's that. Racist? It's like, how about we collect the facts and slow down exactly. just a little bit? But Absolutely. Because I feel like that's what we do. We gather all the evidence. We have a trial. We decide guilty, not guilty. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that's what it was. Right? It was supposed to be. But, right. but yeah. everyone's like, burn them at the stake before we figure out anything. Yes. Because he was white, he was black, or brown, whatever. How dare you ask the question? I'm yeah, like, how, how, how dare you? Yeah, so it, I don't it, know. It's, it's, it's stupid, man. It is. It's, it, I, it's, I, I think... And this goes back to being that voice, right? I, I think the people that are, are are saying these things and kind of causing the chaos, very small percentage. Super small. Yeah. But when that percentage contains your media outlets, it looks like everyone's saying it, but yeah. that's just not the truth. Right. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. So what's his, uh, what's the goal for you with the book? What are you hoping to to do and the number one goal when I when I talked to when Keith and I talked we had a we had a sit down before we did anything before anything happened and we discussed uh, all the all the stuff that goes into it I was like man there's 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 one thing that this cannot you know there's one thing that's got to be true and it is, as long as it gives glory to God because for me in my in, in when you read the story there's a lot of you're, you're gonna read um, you're gonna think this guy's a turd and I was a turd and then there's yeah. just this like transformation and this redemption uh, with war stories and all kinds of crazy stuff and addictions. For me, God was the one that like pulled me through, made me made made me who I am, and and fixed me, mm-hmm. just fixed me. So I was like, hey man, we can't take away from that. I'm like, I don't want money to come in here. And be like, hey, we need to take out the Christianity piece. We need to throw in more blood and guts or, yeah. or whatever it might be. I was like, I, I can't do it and I won't yeah. do it. And yeah. he was on complete, uh, he was on board with that. He's like, I absolutely agree with you. So that was number one. And then I was like, hey, man, how can we help people? Like we did the story and they were like, all right, this, like, we need to help people. We, we need to feed people. We need to, we need to bring them in to, um, to develop that, that rapport. So at the end of each chapter, we came up with doing a, a hot wash, the kind of like I'm sure you've heard of hot yeah. washer, deep, yeah, yeah. constructive criticism, whatever you want to call it, is where I we nail down that chapter and like, here are my lessons learned. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a self-improvement on top of with some like cool war stories, some Eddie, you're an idiot stories, some <laughs> addiction, holy crap, that happened to me, two stories, yeah. some parenting, which was a freaking nightmare for me, and then just finding Christ and still being confused and working through that process and how it, I mean, it, it doesn't turn into this crazy, holy book. It, it, it's reality. It's like, Hey, this, yeah. is, this is what I went through. This is what I experienced. This is why. And here's still some struggles that I, that I got to deal with. It's very transparent, extremely transparent. There was a bus driving on the street. My body would be under it the whole time. Cause I throw myself <laughs> yeah. under the bus. I didn't hold back on anything, man. Yeah. Yeah. I did not hold back. Yeah. So it's, it's, 
it's a good book for everyone. I, we believe, I mean, it's going to be, yeah. we think it's going to be pretty good, man. We really do. Love it. It's going to help a lot of people. That's, that's so important. Well, I was definitely going to ask, obviously, if you're watching this, you have the hat with Unafraid Inside the Cross. And then, of course, on the cover of your book, you have a cross. And so, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk a little bit about that. So what part of your life did that come into play for you? And I know this will be a part of the book, but. It will be. So we'll, so we'll definitely keep, have to we'll read keep it, it brief. But we'll, get a, we'll get a little. Uh, it, it, like like most of us, right? When you're at, the, it seems like you're at the lowest of the low and you're like, well, the only way to go up is up and try new things. And by my second wife, which is in the book, I had kind of, or she was my fiance at the time, kind of had gave me the ultimatum, like you need to go to this Christian boot camp or else. I didn't want to play with her else. So I went to this thing yeah. and, I, and I really didn't know exactly what it was, but it turned out to be, Wild at Heart Camp by John Eldridge. He puts it all, but it was done. Oh, by, yeah. It's a great, it's a great, great it's, book. I've done like six or seven of those things, dude. They're okay. insane. But it was put on by a satellite church out of Oklahoma City True North Ministries, which are, they're, they're all mentioned in the book because they're, they're part of my life um, changing. Yeah. So I went out there for it. I didn't know exactly what it was. I was told, sold, it was going to be like shooting some archery, tell some stories, watch movies and kind of just do man stuff. I was like, rock on. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I was drinking a lot. I was drinking a lot. I was taking stuff at night, like pills and other, anything. Do you not drink I, anymore? Not like I did before. I'll have some yeah. drinks here and there, but okay. I don't, no, yep. no, 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 not, not yep. like two or three bottles of wine a night. No, not yeah. to do that anymore. Yeah. But um, we went there and I, we, we pull up and I'm like, you know, we get inside and looking for the alcohol. I'm like, surely there's <laughs> alcohol here. And then yeah. like, there's no alcohol. There's like some soda, yeah. some water. I'm like, okay. So like, not winning on this one. So yeah. we sit down, we just start doing the thing. And I just start noticing these guys start getting taken out. They start crying. Like something's get, just getting nailed in their heart, like just penetrating their soul. And I was like, you know, kind of looking at them weird, like, okay, you know, pussy, like, cause that, yeah, that's, right. that was me. That was me like sure. the Christianity. And there's a reason for that in the book. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for that. There's a, yep. there's a very good reason for that. And I was like, man, I'm here. I got to give this a shot. Cause what I've been doing on my own, you know, yeah. Eddie's way isn't working. So I gave it all. And one of the first things I did was, you know, they, they, you do like um, a breakout session or you do like a class and then you go out and you, you pray and you write, they have some questions yeah. and you write down what's on your heart. And I never prayed before, man. And if I did, it was on a helicopter, which is weird, which is on a helicopter. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I, please God, don't let me die. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. But so, so here I am still believing there is a God and everything, but just not giving it all over to him, which is, you know, right. process still, still engaged in that one. So I went out there and prayed and like, I started praying. And I just started getting this like weird, like warming, chill feeling of my body. The sun was kind of raising at the same time, blasting me in the face. And I was just like, getting, it just, it felt so cool. And I've never experienced that. I was like, what is happening? Like, okay, that's chalk it up. Is that a, that's a coincidence, right? The coincidence word. Yeah. So I go back in and, you know, see more guys with more sessions, you know, um, dropping out. He's, he's, he's using movies, which is just really hidden home for me, yeah. like uh, Braveheart, Gladiator, warrior type movies, because this is designed for men. And like, obviously, I love all those movies. I, I consider myself a warrior. And the way he puts it, how we're supposed to be warriors uh, and not this like Mr. Rogers type, which I would think a Christian before I knew yeah. any of this stuff. I was right. like, I, I hear a Christian man. I think of a little wuss, yeah, like a little baby boy. That's what I think of. Like, oh, I don't, don't, don't hurt me. I just want to go to work and put on yeah, a sweater right. vest. And 
But uh, but that's not true. That's not what we're called for. That's what we society has made this. And that is like kind of where another thing the unafraid is like, dude, we're warriors, man. We are freaking warriors and we freaking fight the righteous fight. Plain and simple. That's it. All right. Yeah. We, we've got to learn that. Be gentle and kind. And then when there's a time to be fierce. So that's kind of, you know, unafraid is definitely big on that. So I just started doing that stuff. And, and then I started seeing people get prayed for. I'm like, what's that all about? And so I'm, you know, saying in my head, cause I'm not going to talk to anybody, you know, cause I'm a prideful yeah. man at yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, I'm like, man, I, I would like someone to pray for me. And uh, we, at the, there's a campfire at the end where you kind of like give up some of your, your sins or some ways you want to change. And this kid, Kyle Thompson, he actually has a podcast Undaunted. came over. He's like, Hey, do you care if I pray for you? And I done, done. Yeah. Just tears. Like yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't control it. I, you know, I tried to, go through that camp being the tough guy. And dude, I just got broken down shotgun style by God. He just like, dude, enough, enough of your pride, enough of you trying to be this, that, and this, because you are what I say you are. And that is this, this, and that. And I was like, I was like, all right, all right. Now don't get me wrong. Over the last couple of years, God, I've had a tug of war to be completely transparent and it's gotten better each year, but it is so hard to, for me to give up that pride piece and, you know, I got this God uh, and, and instead of bringing him in and, and totally submitting to him, it has been a, it's been a challenge for me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie and pretend that I got it all figured out because I don't. Right. But right. Uh, it, it was just a beautiful thing and it, and it changed my heart. And I, I, I tell you what, man, it is the greatest thing you might have skipped. I mean, it is the greatest thing that has happened to me because it's changed my family. It's changed the way I treat people. Oh, you're good, man good it's that good it's yeah. it's it's that good it's just it's so fulfilling yeah uh it's it's true freedom and um yeah it's just changed my whole life my whole world and and i think unafraid i hope can do that for other people and, it, and it's not a you should follow Christ. it is not pushy because that deterred me for so long yeah, man right. i hate the pushers yeah, yeah. uh but it, it just provided some insight of my experiences and i think will resonate with a lot of people and and some maybe it won't and, that, and that's okay it was uh that's where the faith thing came in because i don't look at it as i would always see crosses and i'd be like man that's what you're gonna hang on to just a cross your little faith thing that that whole thing yeah that, yeah. that is not it it is a fierce warrior mindset mentality that yes. should be engaged yeah. in that whole thing and it is so cool unleashing that and it is an ongoing process that can never get it can always get better right. just like when we work out right we get stronger yeah. and stronger or faster it, it doesn't matter it's it's just been a, a process and i am so thankful so thankful I love it man yeah i can relate with so much of that so definitely can't wait to read the book is it going to be an audiobook yes we well, got like to it. man guys guys got to be an audiobook yeah, for sure i love it yeah i love just throwing it on a run or a rock or something and yeah. just uh, listen but um, so were you in the service when that happened or was that after you served? I was, I was done deploying. It was after I got my kids and I went to, I moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was working out of Dallas at a coordinator position the last couple of years so I could get yeah. my retirement and I couldn't deploy anymore because I had, the, I had my children. Yeah. So uh, they kind of stuffed me there, did that. And that's where all this like Christ thing kind of, and man, dude, I was so hardheaded. Like it's, it, it was just a process. Like I just didn't, I was coming from a place of emotions. There was really no place for it. Or so I thought Yeah. to a place of, man, there's a lot of emotions over here. Yeah. And it, it was very, it was scary. It, yeah. it scared the crap out of me, man. 
So I guess I was afraid and that's where I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was uh, going to ask, cause I know I've listened to the story about Adam Brown, who I know you've served with and uh, his book, fearless. Great book. And he, he was a, uh, from what I, from what the book says, very strong in his faith. Right. And, he was, and he was. So I was just curious if there was any, you know, connection there. There was, I, I remember there was him and a couple other guys. There yeah. wasn't many, there wasn't many of them. Yeah. Were, yeah. Uh, but just, just watching him, I would always yeah. watch him. I'd always find myself. I'm not trying to, I would just be like, that's weird how they handled that. Cause I would have done it like that. And yeah. there's a reason why I would not have, because I was consumed by sin. The devil yeah. had his grips on me and wasn't letting go. And he, and he had that grip to me for about 33 years. And you'll see why when you, at the beginning yeah. of the book, uh, exactly yeah. why that was. So there, there is a reason. So unafraid yeah. means another thing. Cause you're going to see the afraid word early on. You're like, ah, I get it. Yeah. So it all ties in, man. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's just crazy how it all worked out. I was jacked up to check it out. And I'm even more so now after talking to you and getting to hear just a little bit about it. Um, yeah, it's exciting. It's awesome. It's, it's gotta also be, you know, it's a little daunting, I would imagine, especially to get it as real and raw as, as you did from the sounds of it with your book and your story and putting that out to the, to the world. But uh, like you said, we need more people that are unafraid that are, mm. are willing to just give into the, to the mob mentality or the masses or whatever yeah. it is. Right. And, and to shine your light, really, you know, I mean, cause there's a lot of people, like you said, that are good, good people, good men, good women that just, they aren't really willing to take that risk. Mm -hmm. And so you need those very few like mm -hmm. yourself out there. I mean, those are the ones that, that help us. Cause if, if all the lights are dim, then, then we lost for sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, we just need to be real. There ain't nothing wrong with being yourself, being yeah. unique. Cause you're, we're all different in awesome ways. And, yeah. uh, they, I, what they don't realize, and I didn't realize for the longest time, is those individuals can reach other individuals in a specific certain way that yeah. I cannot, that you cannot. Yeah. Yeah. Where in return, like you can reach people that I cannot. Yeah, absolutely. So we are all special yeah. to reach certain people, and it just continues and it continues and it continues, but we just get scared. And the reason why they're getting scared is because they're deceived. They're yeah. deceived by yeah. the little voices in their head. And, uh, you know, well, they said this, so I'm not going to do this. It's going to deter me. You got to slap that in the face and like, be unafraid. You, you just, yeah. you got to, you have to. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to, you're going to be shelled up for the rest of your life. And it's yeah. just not a good life. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on, on the book and everything coming out before we close it out? No, I'm just, uh, I'm super excited about it all. I really hope it helps and just can reach and resonates with a lot of people in their, in, in their lifestyle, what's going on, especially the veteran community. A lot of them are going to be like, man, that had happened to him too. And, and it's yeah, true. Yes, it, right. it happened to me too. Just like it, uh, you know, it, it probably did for thousands and thousands of other guys, but it's also for people that are not even in the military. It's for females as well. We probably sent about 30 copies to all ages of male, female, just to get okay. perspective. And yeah. one thing was, there was only one thing, two things actually that always came back always for everyone. He was a dick <laughs> <laughs> initially. You're like, yes, and, I was. Yeah. yeah. And I was, and I yeah. was, and I cried. Every yeah. person said they cried during it. So that's, that's good. That means it's that's powerful, out there man. That's super because, powerful because I cried pretty much every chapter. And every time I talk yeah. about it, like I just did, I, I, I yeah. cried too. So yeah, it's powerful. It's right, very man. powerful. And uh, obviously glorifying God. Cause that's, 
it all goes to him. It really does. Yeah. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. Zero. So where are we going to be able to, you got a, a site that sounds like unafraid.com? Uh, no, it's uh, I'm trying to get that one, but I'm trying to get that one. It's eddiepenny.com, yeah, okay. but it'll be on Amazon, Kindle, like audiobook, like Audible. It's going to be yeah. available in every way, shape, or form. The only place that you'll be able to get signed copies would be eddiepenny.com, and that'll be hardbacks, uh, which are going to probably take the longest to get in. So as soon as stuff comes in, we're pushing it out, pushing it out. So I believe softback will be first, Kindles. Then we're working on the audiobook. After that, then the hardback will come out. So yeah. we kind of got a uh, progression of what's, okay. what's coming out. So, well, great, man. Yeah, let me. Uh, we'll definitely have to stay in the loop on when it's coming out. Can shoot that out to our audience, but obviously we'll have uh, we'll have everything here too. I sh- I'm sure they can just you know through your site they can get to wherever they need to. Hundred percent. Yeah, so, we'll we'll be. Yeah. I'll be putting it everywhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> So, I love it, man. Awesome. I well, appreciate you, you being on. Yeah. What are some of the best ways to, to follow you real quick? Uh, I'm pretty much out? on every, I got a uh, Eddie Penny public page on Facebook, Eddie.Penny on um, Instagram, and then Eddie Penny Unafraid on TikTok, but I just started. I'm still trying to learn that whole platform. All right. <laughs> that, that thing's ridiculous. I'm still not sure what it does. Yeah. And I think then it's good besides to be consume there, though, you yeah. for out. Yeah. That's, that's it right there. Yeah. And then um, I think that's a, that's a, then my website, eddiepenny.com. I think it's a, yeah. pretty much it. All right. So. Very good. Well, I appreciate you being here, man. Thank you. All right, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. Look, if I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. Championship, championship, championship leadership podcast.